Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. No Trevor today. He's sick, but a lot of trades and other injuries around the league. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake. We got BBD coming to you from behind the dish. And we're presented by Seat Geek. As I said, no Trevor today. He's not feeling well. Wish him well. Give him your well wishes. Opening day week is here and Trev's down. Bad. He wanted to come on. I was looking at him. I said, I think you should just rest. You look sick. Jake, are you sick? I am not. James, BBD, Trev, miss you. Uh, everyone live in the chat. Happy opening week of baseball. Can you believe it? Kind of doesn't feel real after having mentally prepared myself for Basically, baseball to start in June, July this year. Here we are. Uh, a week delayed from what was normally planned. Pretty goddamn ridiculous. Uh, and yeah, Trevor, Trev's belly is acting up on his belly. So, you know, if you tweet at him today, wish him some well wishes. But I'm excited, man. And the, uh, the juice is still flowing between some young guys getting the call on opening day, which... So ridiculous that we have to have conversations about that, letting the best young players play. Um, and yeah, dude, a couple couple impactful trades, a couple trades on like contending teams uh, as we sneak up to opening day and we're getting rumors of who's in starting lineups, who's not. All of the fun stuff is creeping up, which will lead to games on Thursday. Um, and we'll be live streaming from our our lounge Thursday if you're looking for some friends to watch the games with during the day. So uh, I'm doing well. Just ordered a salad. How are you? I'm good, man. Doing well. Uh, over the weekend, we had the new crew come in and redo uh, cameras, mics, everything in here. So uh, still in the middle of that. And, uh, yeah, the, some people on YouTube are saying that uh, – we sound good, but the picture's odd, and we haven't fully adjusted the color of the cameras, so we look... Yeah. It's in honor of Trev. We look sickly. Yeah. In I, honor of him. I was rolling so good, too. I had that Arizona tan, and the lights were popping, and, like, Jakey Paisan was out. Now I'm sick Jake for Trev. It is funny. I love you, Trev. How much cameras can do that? God, I miss you. You were looking so nice. I was so... Well, what I'm seeing is oh. nice, but the cameras just took it away. The That's settings okay. the settings will be back. We'll figure Sometimes figure I need that. Sometimes They're trying to fix up the stream lounge, too, because we're going to be streaming all of opening day. Yep. It might be some rainouts. Anyway, yeah. A lot of big baseball news, man. A lot of big news at the deadline. Three-week spring training, and a, a lot of people uh, towards the end of it with injuries and other stuff were like, oh, shit. We should make make a move. I think we have three trades that are one-for-ones with no money or prospects involved. Yeah. It's very rare, but, like, that's the type of deals that they're they're doing right now because they're like, we just need to make this deal. Man. Like, please make this simple. Just a one-for-one, one, no money, no prospects. Do this with us. I know it's crazy, like, to be in the room for that Dodgers-White Sox one, would love to hear those combos. How was that game at Chicken Go? Because, you know, the other ones are a little smaller. But, I mean, those are one-for-one one impact players. I have an honest question. Okay. Do you think that White Sox-Dodgers trade, and we'll get more into this as we go, sure. do you think that White Sox-Dodgers trade happens if they don't share a facility? Like, if the... like. One of those teams probably wanted to make the trade more than the others or initiated it. Right. And if they shared the facility with the Brewers, is there a trade to be made there? Where Pollock's going there and someone else is going, Alvar Lever's going How about going this? Back? It had to be an Arizona league team. Okay. Because like they had to, like, see them. Because that's a big trade. You to see them. You, you need to be, like, nudging a lot of times. I honestly do think the proximity location helped. There. I mean, again, that's where I'd love the conversation. Like, because, you know, someone someone said... 
Pollock and prospects for Kimbrell. Or someone said Kimbrell and prospects for Pollock. And then somehow they just said, let's do it. And I hope, my dream is one of the GMs from the start, like these conversations have been happening for two months. And one of them was just like, hey, when you're ready to do Kimbrell straight up, like I'll be here. And then it finally happened. That's my dream. It is another Trader Joe's trade. Yeah. Joe's McFly met AJ Pollock. God. May have locked eyes with Kimbrell. Nuts. Leave people alone, Joe's. Kimbrell did walk past us. He was yelling about something, like jokingly. Remember? Stay was, away from me, McFly. Stay away from me. He was, he was, he had just finished his, he was doing something animated. I forget what it was. Anyway, we got a lot to talk about. First, I got to tell you about the Topps Bunt app, mm. the official trading card of Major League Baseball. It's back for the 2022 season. Collect and trade your favorite players from across the league with baseball fans around the world. New packs available every day featuring brand new content, original artwork, and classic Topps card designs. Bring your card collection to life by setting lineups using cards in real time, scoring fantasy contests. For more info, download the free Topps Bunt app by clicking the link in the description or visiting the app store or Google Play. I'm opening the app as we traditionally do with the Top Spun app. Yep. And what I'm do you find? Open it? one card and it's going to dictate the entire episode. Okay. Open it up. Opening a mystery box. The first. What'd you get? Luis Robert. 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 White Sox put out a pronunciation guide of all their players, which is awesome. Every yes. team should do that. But to the team who does it next, use a microphone. Yeah. Because you go to play it and it's like, it's like almost as unhelpful well, they had as Daffy it is Duck helpful. Do it. That was <laughs> it's so loud. Oh. And uh, it's not Robert. It's kind of like Raba. No T. There's definitely no T. Robert. Robert. Luis Robert. Luis Raba. So do we start with the White Sox now? We kind of already have. I'm uh, sure. I don't care. Got to. Uh, if you don't know, the conversation we had leading into the Top Spunt 22 app read and then me getting Luis Robber. Um, Craig Kimbrell, Dirty Craig. Uh, closer slash alternate closer with Liam Hendricks in the White Sox bullpen. Uh, was traded to the Dodgers for A.J. Pollock. Uh, somewhat of a bonus piece for the Dodgers. When you say that and you look at A.J. Pollock's stats for the last two years, it should make you sick because he would be the best hitter <laughs> on a few teams in baseball. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like Jimmy was saying, you know, a heads-up trade. The money is pretty similar when you factor in A.J. Pollock's options for the next year, 10 million player option, 5 million buyout. Um, Jim, I, I don't know where you stand on it. I'll throw it out there. I love it. Uh, White Sox were pitching, had a position of strength with their pitching. Dodgers had a position of strength with their offense. Um, and now you kind of flip the script on each other. I like the Dodgers bullpen a lot more than I did. I like the White Sox lineup actually a lot more than I did. If you heard, listen to our TPP, they were a little shallow on the back end. Pollock ends that like they are stacked. I like it more for the Dodgers because I okay. think the Dodgers are better and I think they got better. Like, I think their their position of need is more than, uh, like, Pollock was extra. They were their trying need to trade. bigger. They were yeah. trying, like, Pollock was, was he even in the starting lineup for them? Like, probably platoons or something. His numbers the last two years. I understand. They're, like, crazy. the same as Mookie Betts since 2019, but he's, they were, even with crazy numbers, they were platooning him at one point. Like, their lineup didn't get... The, the, the White Sox bullpen got worse. The Dodgers yes. lineup in some ways stayed the same. And they, I think they were trying to move him anyway. I mean, it's a great move for the White Sox as well. Uh, but I think, they, I think they lost more. Both were dealing from positions of depth, for sure. Yes. What, yeah. what their teams had. Yeah, I guess when I actually saw... Pollock's numbers, and I'm a little too close to the situation. Connecticut guy, me and Big Mike, mutual friend friends. of the show, asked to come on the show. Pollock, yes, after they won right the World right Series, after the World Series, really cool. Um, Said he wanted to do one show and it was ours. So it was nice of him. And those stats are silly. So yeah, I mean, whether it's a uh, 
You know, the the Cody Bellinger question is going to get answered at some point this year. We'll see what happens. Gavin Lux getting full run. Um, you know, I what A.J. Pollock did for that team was was a level of stability and, like, studness the past two years. Um, that at some point, I think the Dodgers will feel that this season. And I really do like it for the White Sox because, you know, their pitching gets a lot of hubbub, especially in the American League, the White Sox pitching compared to American League teams, is pretty elite, that their lineup, uh, they had a spot in the outfield. Those bottom three spots, like, stood out that it was like, White Sox, kind of what are you doing? Um, that now their one through seven is is really, really good. So uh, I like it both ways. The part that does hurt, and it kind of, I don't want to say got swept under the table, Part part of the White Sox strength in that bullpen was also Garrett Crochet out for the year. Well, I mean, the White Sox, they made another, they made the backup catcher trade as well, and then they had the injuries. I mean, he's out for the year. Yeah. And Lynn is out for the Lynn stuff actually doesn't concern no, me. No, I mean that's everyone every pitcher is gonna miss a little bit of time. Lance and that powerful knee is just gonna rest up for the regular season. But yeah, I mean Crochet, TJ out for the year. Like Lance Lynn will be back at some point. Uh but yeah, I mean, in one swift move, the White Sox lost Kimbrell, which, you know, eighth or ninth inning. You lost Crochet, sixth or seventh. Your bullpen got a little thinner today. So uh, it'll be something to see as the season goes. Like Joe Kelly is going to start the year on the IL. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, they still Hendricks, Graveman, Bummer is a really good three. Uh, never mind before you get to some of the other guys. But that, their strength isn't as strengthy as it was a strength strength. No. And... Well, mostly the Lance Lynn stuff stinks because I love Lance Lynn. Hot. But, I mean, they're saying that he might be back in four weeks. If that's the case. It's like the type of injury that, like, if playoffs were on the horizon, they'd have a different timeline for him. Like, take your time. It's eight. Starting pitcher missing four weeks is five starts. So, in the end, it's like, blah. Especially yeah. in April. I mean, if, if if you have setbacks and it continues and right. all that, that stinks, but there's a lane real easily where you're like, whatever. You four weeks April. four weeks now or four weeks in October, you know? So this comes down to like the World Series, Kimbrell versus Pollock. Right. right. I think I said that on the TPP. Yeah. So comes that, out tomorrow. Oh, those come out tomorrow. So teaser. Teaser. I said that on the TPP as well as right now, and I forgot that I'd said it already. Dodgers bullpen really does take a step. Kimbrell, Trinan, Hudson, Brewstar with their lefties mixed in. Adding that extra layer is uh, should be huge for them come the postseason. Like, Kenley was kind of always there. I know Dodgers fans had a love-hate thing going, but he was. Yeah, I mean, and they got Chris Taylor and Mookie Betts in the corners. So. Betts. Pollock's really good. The Dodgers had a lot of depth. Their depth now? I don't know. Listen to the TPP. Comes out tomorrow. Okay, comes out tomorrow. The White Sox, since we're doing them, they also traded their backup catcher. Yeah, a couple backup lefty catchers swapped. A a straight-up swap for backup lefty catchers. (laughs) That's a really interesting trade. Reese McGuire and... um, Why am I blanking on his name? I can pull it up right now. Reese McGuire and Zach's, Zach, Zach Collins. Collins. The Blue Jays always have like, I think the Blue Jays ran with three catchers on their lineup last year. So they could be doing that again. They probably think they can tap into something in Zach Collins and then maybe flip him again or flip one of the catchers again. People always need catchers. Uh, and the White Sox, what's their reason for doing this? I don't know. I Pretty think, rare. I think they get a defensive upgrade. Like, Zach Collins is listed as a catcher first baseman type. Uh, I think there's people that think he can hit. Um, he had a 330 on base last year. The other numbers are kind of E. Um, so, I think with Yasmani Grandal, who's going to play, you know, the majority of the starts at catcher for the White Sox, uh, I think his defensive stats are it. And I think, uh, I think who they got... 
McGuire, I, I think he plays good defense. So, um, I think that's it. And like you're saying, the Blue Jays now have a funny rotation of catchers between Danny Jansen, Alejandro Kirk, uh, and Zach Collins, if he's on the opening day roster or not. Oh, Collins has an option and McGuire doesn't. So the Blue Jays had three catchers and one didn't have an option. So they needed to trade him. It's funny they got a backup catcher back, but it's a DH slash backup catcher. He's got an option. He can go to AAA. So... That's a bizarre trade because it like just makes sense, but usually you don't trade the same position. Same as same. For the same position. They just traded an option. They just traded for an option. Could be huge. Yeah, it could be. It's just an interesting one. I think the trade that more people <clears throat> probably want to hear about is Sean Manaya. Uh, how much have we talked about him and Montes, the... Some of the last remaining Oakland A's. Sean Manaya, the sweepstakes is over. He lands in San Diego uh, with the Padres for their 12th and 26th prospect, respectively. Um, and for his last year of his contract, he goes over to San Diego um, and joins a rotation that was already pretty strong. And I mean... With uh, the Clevenger, he will start the year on the IL, uh, and he's coming off TJ anyway, so they'll probably take things slow with him. Uh, they add another arms in, in NL West that is going to be a beast of a season. So, uh, Jimbo? This trade reminds me of the trades from the 2019 and, and prior, or 2018 and prior, where it was always like, the return's always less. The return that that was the thing in like in yeah. seventeen eighteen and I think maybe the trade deadline nineteen changed it I'm not sure but the last two years the trade the return have been a lot and they've been like big trades uh, <clears throat> uh, what what maybe the Kelnick and the and the Clevenger trade like kind of change and the Bauer trade like changed all those but for a while it was trades always less the return is always less than you dream up and people were dreaming up much bigger returns. Than we got here for Manaya, who's on a one-year deal. The analytics don't like him, but he always gets you a, a winning effort when he's healthy and all that. I think that was my first reaction. I was like, this was the return? And that's how I always felt a couple years ago on returns. Yeah, so they've been on a run of big returns. They, they've so done like, the caliber of player has really swung the pendulum. Like if there was a bell curve, like Trey Turner and Max Scherzer last year, two of the most elite players in the world, they got real prospects. They mm-hmm. got they got dudes who are ready to play and legit high-ranked prospects. You're right. I mean, Manaya, and this is what every fan base does, is like, oh, my, we could have got this guy. And that doesn't always work because your team's 12th and 26th prospect might not be as highly rated as theirs. 12th and, and 26th prospect. And those are just most numbers. importantly, the other team needs to want him. Uh, the Oakland A's, who were in control of this, and they had to be talking to everyone. The Minnesota Twins, the Yankees, who whatever team you like, they were talking to them. And guess what? They liked the prospects they got back uh, from the Padres. So that's being a GM. They, they don't care about rankings. They care about players they like. Um, I'm sure Farm to Fame is going to be talking talking about the prospects this week. Go go tune into them and check that out. Um for the Padres, again, their TPP comes out tomorrow. A little marketing here with the wow. West Coast teams, the NL West. Um, I I like it for them. Uh, I I think their starting pitching, you know, has some has some high end ceiling. Even the floor, it ain't really bad. Um, it's just a question of who's gonna do it. You know, if you're a Darvish, a Musgrove, a Manaya, a Snell person, you know, kind of pick your flavor of ice cream. I think a couple of those guys clicked this year, and man, if Manaya, you know, here's a guy that's projected to give you 175 innings with a 370 RA. Like, goddamn, every pitching staff could use that. So um, it's just kind of how are they going to measure up to the Giants and Dodgers before they get Nando back? Padres also, they had to put uh, Clevenger on the IL, and I think they knew that before this trade. Everyone thought it was like adding, and I think it was more of a replacing situation. Temporarily, I don't know how long Clev's going to be out, but I feel bad for him. That stinks. Knee soreness, so luckily it's not arm or shoulder stuff. That would be a lot scarier. 
So they've made some moves now. They got Luke Voigt. They got Manaya, And they're still, like, always trying to trade Hosmer. Just forever and always. They'll be trying to trade him, I guess. Yeah, big Mets rumors. Um, Paddock. They're, uh, yeah, man, there's there's going to be more Eric Hosmer rumors. It's, it's kind of a funky situation, man. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I bet they're still on the phones. Like, it, it, would it be out of the realm that something breaks in the next couple of hours? I don't think so. I, I think after those next couple of hours, Eric Hosmer will be, will be in and on the team. But, uh, yeah, the, the Padres aren't done. Like, they've become kind of the new Seattle Mariners in a way. They trade. They will trade, and there's you're right, Jim. There's guys like Paddock. There's guys like Ryan Weathers. Like they have some young pitching options. That this is the year they were supposed to be all in for. This is why they got Clevenger and Snell. So I I think they're waiting and ready to keep moving those chips in. It's just they got as of last year they had two big bad wolves in their division. That uh, with Fernando out, it's. Talk about a team that circled the start of their season because if they don't get it going, I don't know what you do. Can you name the five starters that the A's are going to start with? The five starting pitchers. There's Montes. Yes, he's getting the ball on opening day. Swervin Irvin. Yes. Our guy. Yes. Uh, is Cap? Cap's hurt? Yes, he's on the okay. IL, so he doesn't count. So you have two. Okay. That's a half point, though. No. It would be there. If if they counted, I wouldn't have done the question. It wouldn't have been as fun. Um, starting pitchers for the Oakland Athletics, Irvin. Blah blah blah. You got two. It's three Is, left. Smero Petit. Well, there's actually like four that might be getting it. Um, who else we got? Who else? Dalton Jeffries. Ah, I like Dalton Jeffries. Paul Blackburn. Not a big PB guy yet. Adam Aller. Excuse me. Adam Aller. Adam Aller. Too many vowels though. He knows that. Zach Logue. Also, too many vowels in a different way. Yeah. So that's the A's. Don't hate that top three. Montes, just trade him. Oh, they're they're saying they're going to go four-man rotation to start. Do they have off days? Love that. Get healthy, Cap. Just got to have off days, right? My guy. What was their rotation two years ago? Tough game. They were so excited. Bassett, Montes, Manaya, someone else. Lazardo, Birch Smith. We don't. We don't Birch Smith before the season. Where's he at, though? We don't Birch Smith before the season. Um,. I, we should just finish off trades because Japan. I, there's a uh, Birch Smith is in Japan, and how many, lines. how many conversions you think he's racked up? <laughs> Miguel Castro traded for Joely Rodriguez. A little lefty righty action. Uh, quick Yankee review, and we'll talk about it on Talking Yanks tomorrow. I, Castro's got more high end potential than Joely, so I think we like that. The Mets needed a lefty in their bullpen. Joel is really good against lefties. Not so hot against righties uh, as of now. So uh, both sides are kind of excited. Yankee fans a little more excited. There's and more potential there. It's the same thing. It's uh, the, some, the money's the same. The years yeah. are the same. Yeah. And it's a reliever for a reliever. I guess the, I think baseball's doing weird stuff. The right Mets now. are scratching more of a need where the Yankees are scratching more talent potential. I think that's kind yeah. of the consensus. Yeah, they yeah. have like four lefties. Yeah. And I think the Yankees also, they've they've shown they now have a type with their bullpen because I think Castro, Hoodie Glaber tweeted, they have like yeah. four of the top 20 ground ball relievers from last year. Like Two they have seamer a type slider. Prioritize defense this offseason. So. Two seamer slider. Those are the trades. Talking Yanks tomorrow. Isn't there another trade? No, that's all of them. I think uh, the, Marlins. the Marlins. Come on. T- Tanner Scott and Cole Sulcer from the Orioles. Jim, give me 30 seconds. I hate the Orioles. They had two guys in their bullpen. Tanner Scott's kind of nasty. It's just can he throw strikes. Cole Sulcer's an MLB bullpen guy. And right before the season, your Orioles have kind of no hope. Hey, when we win games, let's get it to these guys. And right before the season, they're gone. 
I don't know, Marlins torture teams this year when you get a chance? Orioles, I hate you. Do you think any Orioles fans were saying that? Like, they're so far gone. I don't think anyone was. I think they'd love to win a couple ball games when they can. Like, we don't, we don't really know that feeling as Yankee fans. Do you know the arms of our chairs can go up and down? Yes. I had no idea. Well, these are new chairs, right? I think new chairs to this room. New chairs to this room. Because the, the natural position these chairs are in is brutal, and I feel like I end up with a new chair every couple weeks, and I always I needed it up there. I'm pretty excited because sometimes the arms don't fit chair under swap. the desk. Now, that, now I know how to do that. Huge. Uh, you think any other team's gonna like kind of shave up their downstairs before the start of the season? Uh, shave off. They're all gonna shave, even if they're uh, not on the Yankees. They're still gonna trim up because opening day. You gotta look good to play good. You gotta feel good. You get, even if you have a long beard like Keuchel, he was still trimming that thing. Mm. He was maintaining, manscaping it the whole way. Now I'm gonna read the copy verbatim. Mm. Baseball is back, and I'm sliding into home plate this spring with my freshly shaved balls. Wait, what? You heard that right. My balls are even smoother than Trey Turner's slide after partnership with Manscaped. The global leaders in below-the-waist grooming are helping men take care of their baseballs because chicks don't only dig the long ball, but also the clean balls. Join the other 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code TALKIN. So there you have it. Trim your balls, Manscaped. 20% off plus free shipping with code TALKIN. 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 Some guys traded some of their players to the IL. Oh. Biggest news is DeGrom. Yeah. DeGrom going to the IL. Will miss opening day. An MRI revealed a stress reaction in his right scapula. Yeah. Stress reactions are injuries due to repetitive movement and are somewhat rare in pitchers' shoulders. They're typically healed through rest. No damage to the shoulder muscles, tendons, or ligaments. The injury is confined to the bone. How long will he be out? They don't really know. It's uncertain. At least four weeks, which is just to give the audience something to chew on, but they have, it seems like they have no idea. They really just got to see. And that means... Bummer. Scherzer also had a tight hamstring. Uh... He's threw a lot of innings this spring, and his arm seems fine. So I'm not really worried about Scherzer's hamstring. Uh, he did that in the World Series and, like, pitched as a tight back. But whatever. I'm not worried about Scherzer's hamstring. I also think they're, like, overly cautious. Yeah. After DeGrom goes down. Scherzer's throwing tomorrow to see if he can make the opening day start. It would just... If you're a Mets fan, that balloon that's been so inflated, if both of them aren't out there for opening day, you're going to feel that. And it, and it stinks, and... You know, like you're saying with Scherzer, it doesn't... I think they're just being as precautious as possible. Um, we'll see how his throw day goes tomorrow. DeGrom uh, stinks, man. Uh, you know, is a really weird ending to last year. A really weird ending. He just kind of evaporated. There's that day he, like, ran away from reporters, got a little metsy. Um, yeah, you know, uh, Erica did our notes here. We, we There's two examples of it. They were, like, two-month injuries. Um and yeah, that's you know, the Mets if if they can make a deal right now that uh, Degrom would be healthy and ready to go for June one, I think they they'd shake that hand instantly, um, because so much of their season depends on those two guys. Like that's what's supposed to make the Mets different. Um, you know, when you compare their lineups uh, in the NL East, you know the Phillies I think are scarier. Uh, Mets maybe a little more depth, but not that. Those top guys. The Braves are the Braves. Um, the Braves are the Braves. So, and both those teams can pitch too, by the way. Like, what was supposed to make the Mets difference is DeGrom and Scherzer can win you a game pretty much instantly on any given day. And if this DeGrom thing keeps going and going, the Mets' playoff chances just kind of plummet by the week if he's not out there. He also said he's going to opt out of his contract, even if he doesn't play this year which why is that a question 
or answer. Yeah. What was the context in which that was said? I want to take that back too. If he gets, what if he gets hurt? He like doesn't pitch hurt? at all. Why that was the question? Like if you don't play at all, I know, why I, would? Someone- I think it got addressed because like when he showed up at spring training, he told them, "I am opting out after this season." So I guess following up on that, Did you appreciate just like I'm not gonna like don't ask me every day. I'm telling you this now. Here you go. Don't bother me. Media. Media. That's things for DeGrom. He's very fun to watch. You think Scherzer's happy? Is that what you said? He wants the pill on opening day. Okay. Like, we're being honest I don't think about he's happy. It. I didn't say he was happy. I, didn't, I don't think so. I didn't say he was happy. Yeah. Five war and 15 starts last year for DeGrom. Other Mets news, kind of. Conforto, most recently a Met. I guess this is something. Um, Boris messaged all the reporters saying that he suffered an injury during training, and that's why he didn't get any interest. Sure. It'd be funny if Boris just forgot about him. Oh, he's with us? Ugh. Who's been working on oh. Conforto? We... Oh, we've been turning away those calls. I mean, this sucks for Conforto. Yeah. Because he's going to be, he's the next draft pick guy. Teams are just going to wait at this point. Does he get a qualifying offer? Is that what he said? Did he have the QO? I thought he did. I thought that was a part of it. I forget. Let's go. I feel like I remember being noteworthy that he did or didn't get it. Let me double check. Because oh, I think he was the guy people thought should take it. Right. And he didn't. If I'm right. Yeah, Conforto, he did. Got one. <sighs> so he's a draft pick guy. And he declined it. So no one wants to. They're going to wait. He's for the not pick to worth expire. a draft pick in teams' eyes, is what we're assuming. Or, or at this point of his free agency. At this point of his free agency, what going on? You might on? as well wait, see if your guys click or get injured, and then. At this point, he'd start the season late anyway. That stinks for him. Yeah. It's like a big miss with the QO. And if he got injured, how, how bad could it be to stop like a long, like a, what was his market if that's Who knows? It? Who knows? Um, yeah, I guess. Offensively, he's good. You know, he had, he had COVID and his numbers... Like, after that, there's some good stuff there. Some of his previous seasons are big boy seasons. I, I guess it, you know, life gives you lemons, man. You, you're you one of the few that have gotten screwed by the qualifying offer. You control your own destiny. Um, and you won't be able to get tendered the qualifying offer again. So, when that expires and you get a bunch of offers and there's contending teams that are looking to replace a guy via injury or just make a push, like... Don't look at the dollars for this contract. Agent Jake here. I'm here to help you, Mike. Um, Go to the best situation so you succeed, and then you get the big bag after this. Um, You know, Keuchel, he got that weird, him and Kimbrell got those weird tweener contracts after they were QO'd. Like half worked out for them. I I think if you're Conforto, you still got a good chance to, to break the bank with a good half season of baseball. So why not? Interesting move. I don't know. Tough. For Boris to be like, hey, if you're wondering why no one signed him, and everyone was kind of like, nah. We were we were the people deciding not to sign him. We were, well, he sent it to the reporters. Wasn't what... Can you tell the public this is why he didn't get signed? I don't know. It's a weird situation. We did not talk. The Yankees also traded for Jose Trevino. Yeah. Big. Backup catcher swap at the end of spring. I say it all the time, but it always happens. Always. Yankees trade relievers that don't have options. Good. It was the same thing. Good clubhouse guy. Yeah. Can frame pitches. Rangers love him. Anything else here you want to talk about? What we mentioned we Lance Lynn. We said we were going to talk about that with the injuries. We already kind of did that a little bit. Uh, Riley Green, the young blood uh, for the Tigers, who had a chance to crack the opening day lineup. 
Uh, fracture in his right foot. No surgery, but I, they're looking at three, four weeks there. Um, oh, that was – I saw some people tweeting at, at us because on uh, TPP didn't know who Riley Green was, and I will let everyone know. I don't care about prospects. I like prospects. Jake does. They were blaming all of us. It wasn't just me. I don't know. But I don't care. How do you not know the six best prospects? I'm like, I don't know any. Unless they're like the Martian or Julio Rodriguez. I know him because of the sure. whole drama. I think in theory, he's one of the ones that's supposed to be in that group. But of ones that like other teams should know about. Torkelson, you know. I know. I didn't know. I thought, he, the, I thought he already got one. called up. First but, pick. First pick or you need a story attached to them, kind of. Yeah, like but the, even, even, even first picks, even first picks sometimes aren't like. It's not an automatic. It's baseball. 1-1. One, one. I know, but even those. But no, I think those names get in the lexicon. Could you now. list like the last five one ones? For how much we're in baseball. I think if we said the one ones names, I think you'd know all of them. Oh, there's no way. Could you name them right now? Not off the top of my head, but I'm not a memory guy that way. Strasburg, Harper. Those are good ones. Appel. Crushed it. Crushed it. What's that, 2012, 13, 14? No, 2008, 9, 10? 9, 10, 11? Whatever, I'm just saying, like, I... You're not a prospect guy, and that's fine. Not a fine. prospect guy. No. You're the first to admit it. If you were... Saying you were a prospect guy and you weren't. Yeah. That's okay. Got any more one ones? Adley, Casey Mize. Adley Rushman. Casey Mize. Uh, David just said one? these. I know Casey Mize because he's been called up already. Yeah. It's also on the toe in the slab. Mickey Moniak, your guy. He was one one. Yeah. I know him because he's got a very punchable looking face. Mm. And he always looks super mad in the batter's box. I skipped Royce Lewis, who I, you may not be familiar. Who? Royce Lewis. He's a big twins prospect. Don't know him. Okay. I think next year's his year. And that Great. was talking prospects. Twins Farm to Fame him. covers that. Farm and to Jake. Fame. And Jake. You're a prospects guy. I like prospects. Ooh. What? Yankees. Some roster moves. What they do. Davian Hill to AAA. So it's and Clark. Banuelos and Inciarte to AAA. Can they go down there, like, pitch an opening day for AAA and then come up for opening day in the majors? I think they could. Probably. Because opening day for AAA starts before opening day for MLB. It would seem weird to, to double up like that for a AAA dub, but... No, not for Triple A Dub to give them a, to give them a, another game before they come Practice up. Like, game? You're not going to use them Thursday. Friday is an off day. If they can get in a game Tuesday or Wednesday and then join the team Saturday Sunday, I have no idea. I'm just saying it's still possible. Right. Well, it's an just because they day. went down doesn't mean yeah. it, they wouldn't be. They're automatically not there. And that's probably a conversation that's you know if you're deep cuts of your team, the minor league season is rolling. Does it start tomorrow? Is that? I think tomorrow's minor league opening day. So, yeah, I mean, check, keep an eye on some of those last roster spots on your team. There might be some funny business going on. Find out a little earlier this year. Usually it's like morning of opening day. The rosters do, but opening day for the minors, they need to know who they have. So, we have two umpire updates. Mm. Very exciting stuff. Yes. That will change the outcome of everything. One will, one won't. Let's see. DraftKings is finally a baseball read for DraftKings. Look at this. I'll read it verbatim again. Baseball fans, it's time to step up to the plate with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win $200 in free bets if they do. So on opening day or just any any game. What's the biggest lock? Because this is just to win. $5 on any team to win. Whoever plays the Orioles. Probably. Because who's their opening day uh, starter? Oh, no, that means Mace. Pirates? Who's their opening uh, day? They got Cole Tucker. Mitch Keller is just throwing nasty Hard. stuff. Who's the biggest opening day lock just to win? 
Leave a comment below. I mean, I'll get there. Who's you... got the best pitcher? Scherzer? Is he going to get it? Um, I don't know if he's pitching. Euler, is he getting the, the pill? Cole's pretty good. People like him. Cole's good, but they're playing the Red Sox, and he just struggled against them, and the Yankees can't hit Evaldi that well. So Redemption. that's. Download the DraftKings Sports app now. Use promo code JOHNBOY. Bet just $5 and win $200 in free bets if the team wins their game. That's promo code JOHNBOY at Sports. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Biggest favorite on opening day is Braves playing the Reds. Molly versus Freed in Atlanta. Okay. Bet on the Braves. Bet on the Braves. Bet on, so two things from the umpires. One, they're going to be mic'd up. They will now be equipped with on-field mics to inform the stadium crowds of replay decisions. It's a problem on the broadcast as well because the broadcasters have to guess what's going on. But it's a huge problem at the stadium. If you've been to a game in the last 10 years, anytime there's a replay, you grab your phone and you text your dad or your brother or your buddy who's watching the game at home and you say, what's going on? And it should be the other way around because you're at the stadium. MLB, it's awesome you did this, but let's not forget you're... Honestly, 10 years too late? Like the most late you could be on something, but it's great for moving forward. Late to the party. I I think what was big for them was uh, basketball really went the next level. During basketball replays, the ref literally comes over to the broadcast. There's a camera right in his face, and he's like, it's off his finger. We're going that way. Their ball, and it's like, oh, all right. Like, NFL's, you know, they're the NFL. They've been doing their thing for a while with the replay review and, and that. But, yeah, I mean, the, the in the stadium is in, was insanity. Insanity. Because on the broadcast, you're getting replay reviews and opinions, and you land there. But in the stadium, you're thumb up the butt for a little bit. Like, there's times you're at the stadium and you don't even know what they're reviewing. Reviewing, yeah. You don't know if they're reviewing that it hit them or that it was catcher's interference or that it was a balk. Like, you don't even know. You just, and then they come back and they go, and and then you don't, you'll never know. Yeah. And sometimes the broad, I've done a lot of breakdowns on these and the broadcast booth is like, I I don't know what they were reviewing. And then they have to wait till a runner runs up. Like, they're checking to see if it hit them. And they're like, oh, okay. Nice. So great. It'll be, it's good. They'll announce who is making the challenge, what is being challenged, and then after the review is completed, announce the verdict with a brief explanation. This has been a long time coming. I am excited to hear some of these umpires' voices. And Joe West might Ooh. come out of retirement Ooh. just to get his voice on a microphone. Oh, he's so mad. He is so this mad. This is why they did it. They, they outlasted him. Yeah. Damn. Damn. I can't. Some of these, some of these umps are gonna. That's be like, so messed up. Some of these umps are gonna be gun shy on the mic. They're gonna be nervous. That's so messed up. And they're gonna get booed. Sorry, Joe. Oh, it's gonna be. And they're still gonna get a couple wrong, and that'll be messy. But yeah. we'll have some fun with it. Oh, that's awesome. The other news is that they are, and this was older news, but they're changing the way they're checking for uh, sticky stuff because it became obvious to most pitchers just started using it again in September and October last year. Uh, If you look at a lot of the spin rate charts, just right back up. And uh, the umpires were checking three spots. So pitchers started hiding it in different spots. Not the three spots. Not the three spots that were getting checked. It was basically like, never mind, that's a bad example. I, I, I was going to say when the town announces the DUI checkpoints on Highway 505 yeah. and First Street today or whatever, and, and then you're like, why would you announce that? And they're like, legally, we have to. And it's like, well, I don't know. The real bad problem guys out there. I but the- I think your comp is a music festival. If you walk into a music festival, they're, they're checking people for, for drugs, and they like pat down your pockets and your ankles. So people are like, okay, well, you either put it in your shoe or the girls put it in their boob. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, okay. That's where I put my sticky stuff whenever I go to a concert. Right on the boob. Seen it. So they're going to like, the checks will focus on pitchers' hands, not just their hat, glove, and belt. 
Oh. We're going to check their fingers. We're going to start looking at their hands where they throw the ball. Yeah, the thing that... Oh. Mm. <laughs> Turns out we weren't checking their fingers at all. And it doesn't matter where it is before their fingers. It just matters if it gets to their fingers. So it's pretty dumb that we weren't checking their fingers. So you know what we're going to do this year? We'll start checking their fingers. We're going to start checking the fingers because that's where they pitch from. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think we all agree it kind of adds up. We should check their fingers. Because, again, it's still <laughs> pitching. Okay. That's big. It's huge news. Uh, <laughs> Isn't part that. of it like they are allowed to, like, automatically eject guys, too, if they see them wipe their hand on the way to the check? Uh I don't have I that I here. That somewhere. The new enforcement procedure is a tacit? What's that word? T-A-C-I-T? It means silently. Is it pronounced tacit? Tacit. Tacit, tacit admission. Tacit approval would be like your, your silent approval. Oh, MLB's memo about the new enforcement procedure is a silent admission that pitchers began cheating again late last season as they learned workarounds to the routine checks by umpires. Yes, 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 yes. So, there you go. Huge. That's so funny that they... Like, we're going to check their fingers this We time. forgot to check the fingers. Oh. Ah... <laughs> it's good did we miss anything did we miss any other updates chat do you want to throw any topics at us randomly real quick a fun one Pujols will be getting the start on opening day um, that's just straight up fun and be a good applause we like a good applause okay um, and then yeah the kids we kind of talked about Julio Rodriguez is getting the start for the Mariners and after his whole saga um, their outfield is fun Mitch Hanniger underrated and then it's Kelnick and Julio Rodriguez like two uh, two all potential outfield guys um, who are the other guys Torkelson's uh, going to be out there on opening day that's cool um, we like young players getting the opportunity yeah but don't put the weight of the world on them we saw Kelnick last year, like he struggled a little bit. The world's heavy. It better. They've never measured it. What was that? They've never measured it. The scientists have a guess. I remember one day we did that, and I was like, shut up. Chase and Shreve. Lights out this spring. Made the Mets opening day roster. Oh, Bobby Witt Jr. was the other guy that I was blanking on. Um, there's, some, there's some studs. Passing just retweeted Alden Gonzalez like... The AL this year, Adley Rushman should get called up at some point. Riley Green. But I don't understand. Boss. How are young kids making the MLB if kids don't care or play baseball? Okay. I just never understood that. It's one of those if you get hurt and miss work, it won't hurt to miss work. Blue Jays. Release Greg Bird. Ah. Julio Rodriguez makes up Mariners opening day roster. I'm just at MLB trade rumors, just reading every headline. Sure. Twins sign Chance Cisco to minor league deal. Ooh. Twins designate Danny Colombe. No. They designate Jose Godoy. Stop. For assignment. Make it stop. Uh, it's in the box. Reds roster cuts. Akiyama, no. Wingenter, and that. Hey, do you want to talk about Seiya? He's been lighting it up, and he's got Otani's swing, kind of. And he's cool, and I think I followed him on Twitter. Wow. So. Rangers to select Charlie Culberson, Matt Bush, Matt Carpenter assigned to AAA. Okay. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, I followed Seiya. Okay. Any At good, Suzuki underscore Seiya underscore SB. Uh, his last tweet looks like it's promoting a bag. Just a bag? Just a bag, like a carry stuff around town bag. Trevor Rosenthal, drawing interest. I bet, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Brave select Darren O'Day. Mm. And Luke Jackson on the 60-day IL. Stinks. Yeah. Hurt. Matt Brash makes Mariners rotation. I just saw someone in our own chat say they were excited about that. Yeah, that was another guy that 
you know, he kind of had the five spot, but they didn't know if there would be funny business. Because it's really easy with a starting pitcher, especially at the start of the year. Mm-hmm. But they're giving them not Like, good vibes in Seattle. Good energy. Now, do you think they are totally overcome because of the Rotary Club meeting? Yes. 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 So maybe uh, everything happens for a raisin. Okay. That's all the updates. Those are all the updates. Shohei. Someone said Shohei. Justin Upton DFA'd. Um, God. So the Angels believe in their young outfielders. My Angels. Um, he'll, he'll catch on with another team. Um, at some point this year. Let's see what you got jumped in. And yeah, I guess that's my final note would be that Dodgers-Angels game in LA. 44,000 people in the crowd going nuts for a game that literally does not matter. Let's go baseball. Pirates making serious effort, in quotes, they put it in quotes, making serious effort to extend Cabrian Hayes. Mm. Yeah, there's actually a good tweet with that. That was like they tried to they tried to extend him before, but they didn't give a good effort. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Seems like a waste of time. Okay, hey, I, I know we suck up to our guy, but we love him. Cole Tucker had an awesome spring training, and I love him. He so, did. Yeah, eight seventy two OPS. What are some in, other stats? Hold up his face while you're saying. In, 10 games, 30, 34 plate appearances. Batting average good? On base good? How many homers? Three? One triple? Two homers, one triple, one double, 548 slug, 872 OPS, 258 batting average. He's kind of a power guy. He's a big guy. He looks more connected is what Trevor Plouffe So said. connected right now. Play the man. Play the band. Eat your ham. Yeah. Friends are doing well. Friends of the pot are doing well. I mean, uh, Cole Tucker and Taylor Hearn, two of uh, the nicest, yeah. like, actual friend, like, text to talk. Very nice guys. And uh, Hearn had a good spring and is getting the opening day start. Oops. In Texas. Where he's from. Deep in the heart of Texas. I'm going to play the outro music, but I can't listen to it in my headphones because in my headphones, it sounds like crazy. Aliens. I'm going to listen to it. I'm going to listen to it. Aliens fucking. Uh, normal for a second. Sounds like a terrible jazz band covered it with a half-dead member. <laughs>